sandwich and I'm just like, my stomach was so bloated and full, but I just kept wanting to keep eating, you know? I'm like, man, I got to stop. Man. Yeah. So good. Been there. <laughs> like, ah. It was just so, so delicious. <laughs> uh, you know, I just want more. You, you got, hey, you know what? You know how to fix that, right? You got to practice that bulimia stuff, that bulimia exercise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. yeah go throw it up right. and you can eat as much as you want. Mmm, <laughs> vomit. <laughs> just re-eat mm, the yeah, same shit. You're good to go. You get... You only taste vomit for a minute, and then you're eating delicious salad again. <laughs> uh, depending on what you had beforehand, like, vomit doesn't even taste that bad sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, if you're eating something that tastes worse than vomit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, vomit has ruined many uh, many of foods for me for a period of time. Yeah. I remember I threw up a bunch of fr- french fries and ketchup. Bro, I couldn't eat ketchup for like six months. Although I will say, no matter what what's eaten, if it's someone else's vomit, it still tastes horrible. I, could, I would concur. I concur. <laughs> the fuck are you How eating? That? Isn't that a weird? Hey, here's something that kind of uh, will 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 piggyback on uh, what we'll talk about later. But uh, you guys ever experienced the the need to vomit when you see somebody else throw up? Yeah, that's me. Oh, I I, I, always, I I want to puke. I, I'm weird. I enjoy it. I think it's hilarious when someone. Some people do. Up. No, but okay. Well, it's, first of laugh. all, there's a difference. Now between, I want to like, just knowing that you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of weird sexual <laughs> fucking throw up shit are you into? <laughs> now I have to try it. Here, throw up on my ass and let me, and then eat it off. Ah, yeah, I will say one thing I can't Corbin. handle is being thrown fucking up on. Corbin. Like, I cannot the, handle that. The things you come back with the Philippines with, man. You got <laughs> man. Any more traveling, bro, you're gonna be you're gonna be fully twisted. Imagine what it'd be like if you went to German with a shiza all over each other. <laughs> <laughs> so well uh why I brought oh, that up because yeah. Um so you're you're walking down the street and somebody you know let's say you're somewhere at the street or at the park or whatever and you look over and someone is just it's all coming out just throw up everywhere and then all of a sudden that fucking gag reflex kicks on in your in your ass and you have to either you got to turn around run start humming songs to yourself walk off fast start looking at cars driving by get your mind off it because that shit you're gonna throw up right yeah. So, would that be a viral infection that you uh making you want to throw up? Yeah, you're just getting sick. Yeah, yeah. Now you have a virus. Or is it just simply a, a triggering mechanism that your body kind of naturally has when you see other people throwing up? Yeah, it's kind of like a trigger, I think. Right, Maybe your body, like your yawning. body thinks there's what something person, going around. They're like, oh but shit. What if that person is just throwing up because they're hungover? That's the worst. But yeah, you still want to throw up? Yeah. That's the worst kind of throwing up. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's kind of like yawning, I would imagine. Like, like, like yawning. Like, like, it's human nature. Because, like, they say that, like, you, you are, that your personality is going to kind of mimic who you hang out with. Sure. So, you start, maybe you start talking, together. you know, uh, there's a you know yawning is kind of a a, a micro uh reaction right it's 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 kind of like a sympathetic reaction or whatever yeah what about yeah. what about when you move to another country and they have a different uh accent 
and over time you start picking that shit up. Yeah. yeah. Is that the same? I don't know. Mm, I don't know if that's the same. I mean, because you could pick it up, but it's not like something that you're yeah, I guess it's not really a trigger. Yeah. You no, it's not trigger. You're like, man, I, I have to do this or whatever. Whereas your body, once you see some, well, for the most part, you see somebody yawning, your body already starts going into that, you know? Yeah. You just probably just speak it in an accent because you don't want to be the weird guy. You don't want to be the fucking American, the squeaky voice American. This fucking guy, squeaky voice. <laughs> well, uh, on that note. Conspiracy Therapy Conspiracy Therapy Show, aka Conspiracy Glory Hole, where we are in this we're in the space just throwing that truth wiener everywhere. Take it where you want to take it, put it where you want to put it, but that's what we're here to do. And it, and and on this episode, I'm going to be real specific. It's a healthy, non-vaccinated truth wiener, so you don't have to worry about any of that weird stuff that comes with that. You keep catching those truth uh, STDs. That's right. With me as always, and back from the Philippines officially, Corbin in the conspiracy McDonald's today. How you doing? <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, I forgot my background. Uh, not too bad. It's. It, I would say it's good to be back, but um, kind of sucks to be back. You're on the. You're back on the show. That's the point. Yeah, back on the yeah. show is good. Um, I'm. Like, I, I really enjoyed being as busy as I was. That kind of prevented me from being on the show. But it, it is good to see you guys again and to be recording and putting stuff out there for our audience. Got to enjoy sure, for sure. there, man. And yeah. Brandon holding down the Conspiracy Cave, dude. My man, back again. What's happening? You ready for this shit, dude? Yeah, let's hear it, man. I mean, we talked about it a little bit the other day when we were on the phone. But I'm actually interested in what you got to bring us because... Doing a little well, bit like of research on uh, this virus X thing or whatever, disease X, whatever the fuck it is. It's uh really makes you think. Yeah, like COVID was the uh, beginning of the you know test trial, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Right. So we're we'll, right. gonna take it from here. Well, uh, so I mean, I kind of think this is a good a uh, good topic to tackle um, because a lot of talk is going on about fucking. Yeah. Disease X, and you know, more and more vaccine stuffs coming out, and you know, things are, are starting to heat up in this in this vibe. And we just had our fucking emergency session. If you haven't heard our emergency session, go check it out. Make sure you're on the right side of history when it comes to fucking who is trying to control you in the end of the day with your medical 
uh, options and decisions. So check out that episode. Oh, and officially, I just want to mention this is episode twenty. Officially, guys, episode twenty. So high five. It's more like episode like like twenty eight because like we got a bunch of two parters. But you guys officially this this is actually session twenty. So little little mile marker. It's a small thing, you know. It's a small thing. Nice. I didn't know that. Um. So before we get into it, you know how I like to do. Uh, I got the joke of the week. I'm sure. Oh, we need to get unless an anybody else got, for that. Unless anybody else wants to cover the joke of the week. Yeah. No. I already, I already I looked in the mirror today. Corbin, you got a joke? I don't. Okay. Well, I got a stupid one because I do stupid jokes. <laughs> because <laughs> i literally do this i go hey google give me the joke of the week and then it gives me a website and i just pick up some stupid shit all right so here you go a woman gets on a bus with her baby the bus driver says oh that's the ugliest baby i've ever seen the woman walks back to the rear of the bus and sits down fuming she says to the man next to her the driver just insulted me the man says you will. You go up there and tell him off. Go on. I'll hold your monkey for you. <laughs> the cutest monkey I've ever seen. Oh, cutest God. damn monkey I've ever seen. Wearing people clothes. <laughs> Wearing people. Oh, that's cute. Like Curious George. Uh, so there you go. Joke of the week. I don't know. Maybe we'll. I don't know how long I'll do this one. Well, I want to bring up some more jokes. The next part I like to do the word of the week. You guys ready for the word of the week? Yeah, let's hear it. The word of the week is fag or faggot. Oh, did we do that? I thought we did that one already. How am I your fag? Corbin, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? My favorite picture from the show. That is so hilarious. I thought that it was so stuck perfect. or something. I saw me back there while he's talking. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's great. That That's pretty great. What that's a fag. Uh, that should have been the joke of the week right there. Hey. <laughs> what a fag. Oh, um, so, fag. Why did I pick fag? Well, because I like to pick fucking the, uh, offensive words. Right? Like, I don't know. I like to pick them because I'm. I always wonder, like, why are words considered cuss words, and why are words considered derogatory, why are words offensive or insulting? Why? To me, it's a lead like somebody just decided the shit was. Huh? <laughs> so it's a lead into next week's show. Cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're all about free speech here. That's what we're talking about. So we're representing. That's another reason why I I want to do this now. Yeah. If it's not beneficial at some point, we will probably chop this little segment off. But until then, let's talk about fag. Like Uh, fag. There's actually two different words, fag and faggot. Those are two different words. Um, fag. The first, the first definition of fag in the dictionary is this is so weird. So weird. It's a cigarette, right? Is it a bundle of sticks? No. A fag. The first dic- the first definition in the dictionary, I think this was Miriam, Miriam maybe, I'm not sure, uh, is a student at a boarding school who is required to perform menial tasks for a student in a higher grade. 
Sounds like some gay stuff. Sounds like some gay stuff. At my school, they called that Wait, same thing. Same thing. Do they call blowjobs menial tasks? Is that what the is? That what we're doing here? Is that what we're doing? We're just re. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, wifey, I got a menial task for you. you know <laughs> I got a menial task for you. <laughs> Not a weenial task. Oh, maybe that's what the, maybe it's a misprint. Maybe they meant yeah. to put weenial. Weenial. <laughs> I'm going to start gonna using get that trouble in the, in the McDonald's. That one Corbin's going to get kicked sense. out in the McDonald's. Oh, nobody can hear us. He's probably going to. <laughs> no, but you're on your, you're on their headphones. So yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. Um, also, uh, it's a, uh, it's also a, dr- a drudge, like drudgery. Hmm. Um, Fatiguing or tedious work, drudgery. That's also fag in the dictionary. So shit. So oh, like, man, I'm done with this 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 work I'm doing here at work. Or you know, this this work is fag. This work is a fag. It's drudgery. I'm doing all this fag work. How do you yeah, use that, that in a really sentence? Hey, here you go. Easily. Use fag in a sentence. Move it out. like I'm not. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> and then uh and then uh its counterpart, fag's counterpart, faggot, uh is a cigarette or a bag of sticks or a bundle of sticks or whatever. We all know that one. So my final question is Brandon, what is your favorite thing about using the word fag? I don't know, it just rolls off the tongue really good. Wait, is that weird? Is that, is that a weird thing to say? I don't know, just it no. comes out really I don't know, even before, like, when we were younger, before it was a canceled word or whatever, we used to say it, and you just, you know, put a lot of heart into it. Fucking fag, you know? Just, uh... Yeah, well, we come from the generation of, of kids who used it regularly, you know? Yeah, what's you, up, know you know, what's weird is, Shut uh... Up, fag. It's our generation that is now canceling these words. Yeah, yeah, that's, is that, that's weird, isn't it? Weird. Yeah, well, I'm glad you enjoyed the word gay. Like yeah, saying that's that gay. gay or... We used to do the same. Yeah, we used to do the same thing. Yeah. And yeah, and I think, well, with gay and fag used, you know, as insults or whatever, I don't think we ever usually used gay as like a homosexual term. You know what I mean? Exactly. Whereas you use the word fag, especially when you go faggot. I mean, it's, uh, it's a little yeah, more hard T. It's the hard T. You yeah, know. a little rougher it's around the hard the edge. T, like like People the hard R, it really makes serious. it, it really punches in there, you know. What's the well, soft T though? How are you doing soft? I uh, it was faggot, you know. Like, anyways, <laughs> hey, I really appreciate you guys still enjoying to use the word fag, and okay. that's because you guys have freedom of speech, and that'll conclude the word of the week. I like using it. I like using it more because it offends more people. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for because that's what you said on the last word too. What's that? <laughs> yeah, you said it rolls. I, I said, what was, what's your favorite part about the word retard? And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then like, I guess I just like using it because it's offensive. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. I was waiting yeah. for you to say the exact same thing. People just, uh, you know. I mean, if you're talking to somebody else, you turn around and you call somebody a faggot, some guy down the fucking hall is going to be like, oh, even that guy's offended. Like, you're hitting a whole bunch of people with the same word here. I mean, Jesus. Like, you can't say that. What are you, retarded? (laughs) What are you, retarded? (laughs) Right. That's so true. 
that's so true, right? Like that's that's the exa- that's the exact point I'm I'm trying to make with these words of the week. Now, for listeners, if you hate this little segment, feel free to uh, you know comment or uh, send us an email. Uh, the conspiracy therapy show at gmail.com let us know we'll take it down i mean it's not that big a deal but let us know why we're gay know, we're pro freedom here we're pro fag we're pro retard we're pro or we're pro america and america has all those things in it so until then we're gonna keep doing what we're doing yeah let's do it let's get into this shit you guys this yeah. shit's, i'm ready to rock man yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's start off with some. Uh, oops, where are we at? Where are we at? Let's start off with some disease X. What do you guys know about disease X? I just, so, just heard about it recently. I heard it's like a uh, what do you call it? Like a hypothetical uh, hypothetical disease or whatever. The next pandemic that they're trying to yeah. use as an excuse to. I guess make a what do you want? To, I don't know what the word is. Plan for the next time it comes out. You know, want to roll out there, yeah, really making control. Yeah. What did they call it? They did. It's the one of those things um, to determine how they're gonna terrorize us. Well, see, and that's the, that's the weird thing with um, naming it disease X. That sounds fucking scary. And if you yeah, know nothing yeah. and you're just reading headlines, you're going to be like, what the fuck is disease X? And they say that they're already developing a vaccine for this unknown disease. Like, how do you oh, do yeah. that? So it says disease X is not a threat yet, but they're still looking at it. Yeah. Right. What and like that? you said, you're exactly right. It's it's a placeholder. It's for what they it's for what they know is gonna come but they don't know exactly what it is that's coming but for somehow they know it's gonna come yeah so the and it could be the next spanish flu or plague or something you know the meeting thing you were talking about corbin is the uh world economic forum yes yeah i guess it happened the other day and they're saying that it's supposed to be supposed to cause 20 20 times more deaths deaths than COVID 19 which is crazy for them to say because they have no idea what it is at this point yeah, you know I mean? weird. I got it's some stuff on, on the WEF. I got That's some stuff on the WEF. I got a little clip we can watch about them kind of talking about that kind of shit too. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, man, it's kind of weird. I mean, fucking Russell Brand jumped on it right away, and but the idea, you know, like we like we mentioned before, the idea that not only is the who going to make all your medical decisions during a pandemic they also decide when we are in a pandemic yeah so they decide when and they get to decide what medical treatments you're well they're trying to do this now don't not, let me no, correct myself they're attempting to make, to make this a reality you're not laying on my bed go if you don't so yeah so they're kind uh, of placing the world with this thing all on their own too if they get to tell yeah. they get to decide what happens when it when the pandemic goes or whatever, and they get to decide when the pandemic starts or what's can declare to or you know or whatever pandemic is, and that kind of gives them a lot of freedom to control a lot of stuff. I wonder if they have the Iron Eagle on their hats. <laughs> yeah, I think they probably have the Bastard, fucking backwards. mark of the beast Bastard. on their fucking foreheads. Uh, yeah, no shit. Well, without further ado, 
Uh, let's now let's uh let's get into this little quick. I get this little quickie that I wanna I wanna whip out for you real quick. Oh, nothing better than a quickie uh, the truth wiener. <laughs> What's <laughs> better than a quickie truth wiener? That is a good. <laughs> and the answer is nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing, but nothing. Quickie truth wiener. Just saying. All right, so check this out real quick. It's a quick one. It's only a minute and a half or so. That's what she said. COVID-19 <laughs> had brought the entire world to its knees. As the world slowly returns to normalcy, one more pandemic is now lurking in the corner. We are not saying this. The health experts are. We'll make some health experts. It all started when WHO was making the priority list of diseases, including COVID-19. This is when they stumbled upon one more mysterious disease, X. No, it has got nothing to do with Elon Musk. Coined in 2018, WHO... Can't hear you, you muted. What happened? No, Johnny's saying something. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was trying to turn it up and I hit mute, I think. Um, yeah. It's funny that it's called Disease X, and then they they say, "Oh, it has nothing to do with with uh, Elon Musk, Mister SpaceX, Mister yeah. fucking the changing Twitter to just X." Just and X. you know, X from a biblical standpoint can represent, uh, you know, Satan. Okay, now when when this Disease X hits and all these people are dying, is it going to be inappropriate to play the song X going to give it to you? X gonna give it to you. <laughs> no, that would be no, I think that's no I think when they yeah. hey when they when they enter into the beginning of the show. <laughs> ah, noted. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's perfect. It totally is. Not too much of it though, because we don't want to get copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. For well, sure. Johnny, I mean, um, you can get your dad to rap part of it. He's pretty good at doing some DMX. Yeah, 100%. I remember growing up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a for sure. That <laughs> um, that's a good point. You know, and I feel like you know when they're driving down the city streets, gassing us for this disease, they're probably just gonna be blaring X gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Hell yeah. So you know what I thought that's was funny about this so far? Uh, they said they discovered a new disease. Yeah, and it's, I, was, that. I noticed that too. And at the same time, there's no, they don't actually know what it is. And it's just like right. supposed to be a placeholder, but how do they discover something if it's just like a in case kind of thing? So it's kind of convoluted, convoluted information already getting out there yeah. in an era where they're supposed to stop misinformation. Right. No more fake news. Right. But except for their, their business model. Uh, has interwoven into the fabric of the core of their business model is fear mongering and controlling yep. people by fear. Yep. Got to keep them scared. Got to keep them scared. They're not going to take these shots unless they're terrified they're going to die and fucking at any moment. Yeah. That this disease can be 20 times deadlier than COVID 19. Disease X represents the knowledge that a serious international epidemic could be caused by a pathogen currently known as human disease. It's a lot of oh, man. Are we thinking, what, what do we? What, what do we? What did I choose for us to watch here? Human disease. Now, if you're a human, you are also a disease, and I think that's how these motherfuckers look at us, anyways. We're yeah. plague. So, 
we're cancer to society so it's and human disease. So that means that this this virus is going to be caused by management. By management. <laughs> so instead uh, of like allergies or bird flu or whatever all that shit, they're just trying to find new ways to start blaming shit on us now. Look what these motherfuckers did. Wasn't COVID Wait. like a bat or some shit? <laughs> We're all dying Just because they didn't appreciate us, the pizza party. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be, they're gonna, that's how they're going to outlaw meat. It's going to be like, well, this uh, disease X came from all that meat. And now we're going to start eating that plant-based shit oh. like we're talking about. Like that thing you just sent me. Make it yeah, easier. Well, you know how you know they're attacking. They're attacking our farms across the world. They're they're uh, they're buying up all the farms. They're actively putting more GMO into what we eat and mRNA and who fucking knows what they're trying to do. Yeah, or what they already are doing. Huh? Well, they already what? Oh, putting well the chemicals they put in our food, the mRNA they're trying to put in our food, uh, the genetically modified organisms that they're growing and they're feeding us. I mean, they're already been poisoning us from fuck for fucking decades already. Yeah, not that we get much about hot dogs from Germany anyway, but their farmers are like uh, revolting against the government basically because yeah. of all the taxation. And yeah, just like France, just like France. Yeah, just like France. Which that is was, good, man. That's good. That's a world demonstration because everybody in the world, well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people know what's going on over there, which is awesome. Like, we need to see that as humans so that we know that we have the fucking power. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, America needs to understand that we are not exempt from that kind of thing going on because no. our farmers are having a hard time as well. Yeah. It hasn't gotten yeah. as extreme as that yet, but it's only a matter of time because all these well, and I think they're a little together and they're they seem to be a little more diabolical when it comes to implementing shit in the u.s because americans are kind of on on it you know we're like mm -hmm. but we aren't as as gung-ho to stand up and go get in our fucking tractors and drive to the white house you know what i'm saying like yeah. we're not we're also not that so yeah. comfortable. well what was the weren't they having a trucker like what do you call it? Protest or whatever? They where they just poked the parked the trucks on the freeways and would they just stop driving them for shipments here uh, in Canada? That was in Canada. Oh, because I know. Well, we were watching those videos like you guys were talking about where they're spreading like the manure and shit all over the streets and then spraying the you know Parliament or whatever with the sewage water and shit. I'm like damn! Oh wow! <laughs> really yeah, trying to make was, uh, there. there was Germany <laughs> recently. I think it was France before that, and they and like even like uh. Sri Lanka had a big uprising because of like the farming and shit. Uh, then you had the trucker movement in Canada, but that effect that was kind of affecting us too because they were at the border. I think they were at the border, like uh, Quebec or whatever, fucking on the east coast. They're all at the border and they all parked their trucks. And then they tried to tried to tell everybody that they were being violent and they were Nazis and blah 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 blah. blah. And really, they're like, "Hey, mm -hmm. you motherfuckers, we are not down with your tyranny. We're not down with it." They're anti-Nazis. <laughs> and they're like, these Nazis. He's like, what? Yeah, and then and then three years later, the fucking the, the Canadian government wants to meddle up some actual Nazi from actual World War II in the fucking in on stage in the parliament. Yeah. And then try to deny it and get it stricken yeah, from and like, like Wikipedia. Motherfucker, we stuff. all just saw that shit. We all just saw mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's but enough people saw it and talked about it still. So good, th good job bringing that this up again. Um, 
And then, and then at the same time, they, you know, they, they Nazi, oh, Nazi this, Nazi that. And then our government's working and funding the Ukraine, which work right alongside of rebel Nazis. And it and, seems uh, like that's the go-to program. word to keep people scared is use the Nazi right. word. Right. Yeah. Really when they, use, when they use that shit, all, to, all they're doing is, is making it less meaningful, you know, they're watering it down. Racist. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Back to modification of COVID vaccine nineteen. Uh, never. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not a readologist, all right, buddy. WHO has issued a warning about the deadly disease. Scientists around the world are scrambling to find a solution. I this think includes so. UK and Malaysia who are preparing to combat the disease. In fact, the United Kingdom is setting up a vaccine development. Hey, I think that. Actually, got it cool. <laughs> How lethal is disease X? Scientists warn that this disease could have similar impact as the Spanish flu. It could emerge from the millions of undiscovered viruses and it could result in 50 million more fatalities. While WHO is working on preventive measures, it seems like they are shooting arrows in the dark. Until scientists come up with necessary measures, it is up to us about how we maintain our basic hygiene to protect ourselves from this disease. <laughs> seem to be talking a lot of certainties without being certain. Yeah, it's weird how they go. They use the word certainties, but they're like, no, we don't really know. Like, dude, you can't. It's one or the other. I mean, you're the sure or you don't know. Exactly. Um, no, in between. Unless they do know, they're unsure of what it's going to be or when it's going to be, but they do know that it's going to happen because they're in the middle of creating it as we speak. Because yeah. I'm sure how they're going to make it do with all the scary things they say it's going to do. Yeah, they're sure they're going to release something, but they're not sure what they want to do yet. Right. What happened to your nose, Corbin? <laughs> you get punched? Dude, everybody's asking about that. A cat I, thought it was, I thought it was on your, on your uh, camera the first when you were walking in there. <laughs> cat scratched you. Yeah, a kitten. Fucking pussies. Yeah, the cat was in I was going to ask that. I was about that. <laughs> was that when you just got home or what yeah like literally within an hour of me being in the house at my buddy's place cat scratched my nose i was like well yeah welcome home yeah i hate cat scratches too hey talking Okay. So, what do you think? What do they, What do you guys think that this uh, disease X thing is going to be released out into the wild? And where do you think it's going to start? I think it's happening this year. I think they're priming it for this year. Where do you think it's going to start? I think this one's going to start in South America, like the original plan was. Was that the original plan? Mm-hmm. Is that where all the Nazis went? Was South America, right? No, someone yeah. came to America and started NASA. <laughs> started NASA. <laughs> So the Germans are the first ones to the moon. Then is what you're saying. Is that why they have a Nazis moon, Nazi moon basis? No, I'm not saying that at all. Nobody's been to the moon, man. That's what the Nazis want you to think. I mean, what better way to convince people there's no such thing as Nazi moon bases than to uh, make everybody think that we didn't go to the moon? Oh, speaking of, so uh, damn it, I wanted to get into this before we kind of start the show. But did you guys hear that uh, Japan supposedly had la- have landed a lander on the moon? Yeah, Corbin posted something or whatever. 
sponsored Cartoon by the Cartoon Network. Network. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so yeah. fucking fake. It's so fake looking. Well, like these, well, what they, well, what they should like, you can't even. There's not. There's no even. There's not even any video. There's barely any pictures. Like you barely get to see it's anything. All, yeah, all and like in 1969, we saw the whole shit. And these motherfuckers can't show. They can't put a few GoPros on this bitch and like. We got show better. Us Better fucking CGI production budget that Hollywood does. Yeah, come on, you got got better CGI. Fix it. We got better. We got better CGI unless you're India. That was the worst piece of trash (laughs) I've ever seen. Okay, why don't you make a? Why don't you make a little CGI picture off your thing about you know Japan land on the moon? It would probably look better than what the fuck they put out. (laughs) Fucking AI. (laughs) No shit. That's the thing. They could just use AI to make really convincing videos, and they just don't. Yeah, and it'd probably cost less, too, than whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, all right, so there's that. Um, uh, this next one is kind of long. Um, but let's Maybe we'll skip that one for now. Uh, so we all know about the World Economic Forum. That was the video I'm going to play. It's a little dry. Uh, it's actually them on the panel um, talking about their preparedness for the, this disease X and how. And so these are all like uh, uh, like the the leaders of these of these uh, medical systems and companies oh, that are trying to head off. Head off this this these new these new potential viruses and whatnot. Is is Pfizer in there? No, are these are more of like the European folks, like just sort of like leaders of the world. You got a guy for you. Got a guy from an India and uh from India. And, yeah. Uh, well, so I'm gonna save that one. Maybe we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. Uh, so because. Just for the sake of, uh, I'm sure, the collective hatred of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, I wanted to share this video real quick because uh, it really, really um, touches, kind of pulls on my heartstrings. It really makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. So uh, check this out. That's the truth, Wiener, buddy. I appreciate the World Economic Forum. A video circulates on the internet featuring Damon Imani hurling a... Son of a bitch. I did not watch this. What this guy got with the neck tattoo? During the 20... Damn it, all the hell. Well, I'm not Hold very on. Bad. My bad. I didn't realize that was uh, not the actual video. <laughs> oh. yeah, like a... this, I have this thing I want to share. Oh, wait, I didn't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> not that, not that. <laughs> It was like the only one I didn't watch. I was like, oh, there's the guy. I I watched it before. I just didn't watch that one. Uh, it's like they're trying to scrub this shit off the internet. Because I don't see it anywhere now. Why would they want to do that, though? It was the WEF. I mean, hey, you can be like, oh, didn't happen, guys. We don't like the way it turned out. <laughs> don't watch this. Don't watch this. Look at this over here. Look at this panda chasing the butterfly. Oh, cute. Oh, panda's got COVID-19. <laughs> uh, so... Fucking pandas. Video features visuals of held on January 6th profanities and then shows Schwab exit the opportunity to be on it before I'm perfect. Okay, now I got it. Hold on a second. Hold on, bear with me, bear with me. 
Okay, all right. it is on there. It's just there was some commentary beforehand. So here, here we go. All right. I appreciate the World Economic Forum providing me the opportunity to be on this stage and say, you, Klaus Schwab, and the world order. We, the people, were born free. We will stay She's free. Awesome. And you and all of your globalist friends. Old man, you might want to sit down. This guy's got a neck oh. tattoo. Punch oh, him. man. <laughs> and fuck you world economic forum um let that guy get on stage (laughs) no uh i'm pretty sure that was like a a green screen deal and then they just clipped in some some well that's less yeah but still like yeah it would have been epic if you would have actually like got on stage and actually dropped that shit if somebody got on stage and did that they would not be alive very long oh this guy fell down the stairs and died on the way off the stage it's weird so for everybody listening and and for you guys uh they just had uh, the World Economic Forum annual meeting in Davos. They, this just happened. This is why all this stuff is people are talking about this stuff and everything because you know the World Economic Forum. They they've they've collected their their uh, industry leaders and influencers and all this shit. You know, and they basically have implanted themselves into the world uh, world deciders. Right? They're going to decide how the fucking world is run. And um, so I mean. Yeah, well, uh, so speaking of uh, behind this video, so there's actually a few guys, a few people that that were actually at Davos, and they actually did push back, and they pushed back on on all their fucking bullshit, and it was epic. And maybe we can get into that another time, but you know, because you you have to really listen to their speeches and stuff. So I encourage anybody listening go check out Davos and and some of these guys that uh, push back on this shit because. Uh, we got to, man. We got to. And finally, we got some voices in the mix. You know, you don't got a bunch of people going, oh, yeah, I agree. Good. Yeah, good. Let's let's make them all eat bugs and let's fucking shoot them up with vaccines. Yeah. Yay. You're solving problems. You know, I don't yeah. see what's wrong with eating bugs. But all right. I'd rather eat Be meat. Forced to eat bugs. I used to eat bugs when I was a kid. Forced to eat bugs. Oh, if you okay. want to eat bugs, I just don't want to be forced to eat bugs, right? Yeah. We're not leaving. So uh, on that note, um, let's let's get into this before. Uh, so this is still disease X kind of uh, vaccine stuff, and I want to start kind of turn disease X is whatever, right? It's it's whatever they're gonna say it is, and you're gonna believe it or you're not, and you're gonna fucking take whatever medical options they have for you. I suggest take none of them. I don't trust any of them. But on the note of vaccines, let's watch this little this Russell Brand, my man, Russell Brand. Uh, yep. uh, Is this from our emergency because, episode? Huh? This from our emergency episode? No, this is a this is a, a new a new uh, a new episode he just put out. I believe it was from today. Uh, really? Today or or yesterday? No, yeah, seven hours ago. Uh, so this is seven hours ago today, and uh, let's uh, let's fucking let's get into it. Russell Brand, 
And between these two things, deaths of young people, mass censorship. Let's have a look. So young people are dying more and more. And this is what he's talking about. I like my new name. I like uh, I like Truth Taint. Yeah, Truth Wiener, <laughs> Truth Taint, and Inspector Corbin, who's it? Who is the inspector of the Truth Wiener and the Truth Taint? Here we go, trifecta. Inspect them in detail. Inspect the detail. Uh, sketch. Uh, you know, even some uh, some. <laughs> what do they? What do they do that with? Like, so when you have like uh, you take like the uh, the charcoal and you like press Carbon it over copies. like. A, <laughs> oh, a pressing! Take a pressing of them. Yeah, pressing. Copy the yeah, yeah, truth yeah. tank, please. <laughs> <laughs> Only Inspector Corbin could. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, you awakening wonders! Thanks for joining us on our voyage to truth and freedom. Remember, you can support our content by clicking the link in the description, and we can create change together by opposing these forces of tyranny and deception that would have us believe that there are just unexplained, unexpected deaths just sort of happening. At least that's how Channel Four report on the phenomena. As you know, Channel Four were one of the main media outlets working together on the attacks against me. Well, it seems they're less intrepid when they're covering the important subject of the sudden rise of deaths in young people. We'll be showing a bit of that footage, as well as further evidence that Moderna were surveilling, censoring, monitoring, and controlling content I was making about Big Pharma. I'm not suggesting there's a connection between the legacy media and the Big Pharma, although their financial relationships might lead you to think that there definitely is. Let me know in the comments in the chat what you think about it. Let's have a look at how the legacy media want you to think how they present facts in a peculiar, obfuscating, distracting way. What's brilliant about this is if you look at the comments under this video, no one is buying it at all. Now, of course, this being about the deaths of young people, it does center on actual human beings. And in some cases, they are young people that had underlying heart conditions. And it's possible, of course, that they're Yeah. Hey, Brandon, you remember um, back in, in like elementary and school and middle school, all those kids that had heart problems? Yeah, you yeah, can I mean, see it like on the basketball court and shit or whatever. Oh, nah, I don't remember. Dude, I think I remember one time in my whole school, my whole, whole like, uh, school career, like one kid who had like an actual heart issue. Yeah, the only time you ever see it though is when it comes down from them exercising, or they get pushed too hard during practice or some shit. And I think yeah. it's it probably happens more in college nowadays, or it did back okay. in the day. I do remember there was somebody like at Benson High School or maybe Jefferson High School that had that. They were like a year ahead of me or whatever, but that was a big thing they were talking about. But it wasn't like it didn't happen all the time. Whereas now. You get fucking people dying of that shit just sitting on their couch, you know? Younger yeah. kids dying of that. And it turns out, you know, well, we all know, I think we all have a pretty good idea where that fucking shit comes from. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, people people are born with some abnormalities in internally and stuff, and we all recognize that, right? But for my whole entire life, up until recent, you know, years, it's all been rare right most of these things are yeah. kind of rare you know and even if you have a heart murmur or something no you know a lot of people just deal with it they live with it you know whatever but so yeah it might be, more, might be more prevalent now that you know the people that were getting all these shots or whatever the more and more vaccines we have they start having kids to kind of pass that shit on to their children you know yeah. ding 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 end up with right. more problems that is stuff that they put in our food like it's, a lot of it's environmental like the the food the contrails in the air like in, inhaling all that magnesium and aluminum and stuff like you know, it's gonna have a effect yeah, you got you have kids you got plastics 
like you said, you got the chemicals. And then again, well, like Brent, like you said, you said, Brandon, you know, I have a lifetime of of consuming those things and then I have children. You know, so there's that there's that hereditary or that that genetic, you know, giving to the child. And at the same and then and then on top of that, we're gonna slam them with a bunch of fucking vaccines by the time they're fucking six years old. You yeah, know what it's I'm not saying? like so, they haven't stopped like, consuming the same shit. So then it makes pinpointing the shit where it comes from nearly impossible. Like how do you, you know fucking know where this comes from? When we're down to like the body washes and shit, they'll have like plastic beads in them. And they said those things never go away. So when you wash them down there or whatever, they can try to filter them out, but they don't go away. So you end up ingesting them anyways. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah we have uh, a major mic. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get into that one. Microplastics. Sometimes soon the microplastics, man. There, a lot of people are talking about it, and it's becoming a big problem. Yeah, and especially since we ingest them too. I mean, it could be a yeah, big leading cause of cancer these days. I'm sure you know. Yeah. Well, we kind of talked about that in our boner episode. Boner episode. True. Yeah. <laughs> love the boner, boner episodes. Our boner session. <laughs> My favorite sessions. The masturbation session where we were <laughs> masturbating. I mean, talking about. Uh, <laughs> Did we record that? That was a good one. <laughs> Moving on. I don't hey. remember who ate that biscuit either. Hey, you know it's funny? <laughs> Not Ooh, nobody just... knew. <laughs> nobody knew. I didn't have pants on that day. Well, kind of sensed it. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> hey, remember, remember, uh, remember basketball when they're in the locker room and they, they, they every time they turn, their big old fucking dicks go swinging. Uh-uh. I didn't say I have to watch oh, that movie. I gotta find uh, out where that's at. Yeah, I'm, fucking, I haven't watched it, but I got the jersey. So. Oh, oh, man, so that movie is so good. That's a classic. So good. Classic. Classic. All right. Anyways. Last couple of years, I'm certainly not in a position to declare that there definitely was, but I'm certainly too sensitive to the family members left behind grieving. Unfortunately, there'll be very many of them to suggest that anything other than what they feel about the death of their loved ones is the truth. But what we're going to be covering in this video is the inability of the legacy media to cover things, for example, like the 8% rise in excess deaths in children in the last couple of years. What could that be? Let me know in the chat and the comments. And the fact that Big Pharma are spying on, censoring, controlling, Rolling and shutting down critics of their products. It seems a bit strange, doesn't it? Let's down. get into it. Clarissa Nichols. Which is, which is, okay, that's a very interesting statement that Russell just said because he is one of few people that have been able to kind of start a YouTube channel and, and, and kind of expose or push back on a lot of this stuff without being fucking canceled or without being shut well, They've been Dude trying has, to cancel him. He has 5 million followers. Where you have, I mean, I could probably give you a dozen names of people who talk about the same stuff, maybe not as eloquently or maybe not as thorough, whatever, who can't, you know, who can't gain any traction on YouTube. But yeah, this motherfucker can. Well, he was also huge before he started doing that, though. That's true. I mean, that's true, too. But still, it's like. Did he start his. It's just interesting. Did he start his YouTube? Did he start his YouTube channel talking about that? Or did he start yeah. doing stuff and then kind of, you know, go into a little bit? From what I know, he started kind of like mid-pandemic, end of the pandemic. Yeah, I think he, he got fed up with it and started like really like digging. What's the name of his podcast? What's the name of it? It's just Russell Brand. 
Need a nipple. Well, righty then. Anyways, here we go. Better to watch it on Rumble, though. Sorry. Rumble? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Russell Brand is also on Rumble. Halfway and then finishes it on Rumble. Which which he usually tends to leave his true feelings out of the YouTube section and really get into it and lay it all Pull his he likes to he likes to pull his truth wiener out on Rumble, not YouTube. So I'd love to see that trip on the Maybank holiday this year and obviously had something that she must have felt presumably in her heart and she fell back into her she probably felt it in her arm first. Yeah, you'd think so. That is a tragic death. Now, where I encountered this clip, like many of you, was on YouTube, where the comments underneath it are all unanimous in what area in particular ought be inquired into. You will have seen the footage of many athletes spontaneously collapsing and in some cases dying. Here's just a few of those. Now, in this case, it may be due to the uh, fact that Clarissa didn't receive adequate or early enough Perhaps Channel 4 discovered a legitimate surprise death. Well, those, these have only been... These are only only on youtube because they're they're televised games and shit so people can clip yeah. them and and like dude and the yeah. idea that 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 uh you know the news isn't talking about this stuff like this is major shit and this is only a little tiny piece of what's going on around the whole entire fucking world definitely see it more they're off thousands of unexplained excess deaths among children Brilliant. young people people between 30 and 40 people that would not have been expected to die let me know what happened in the last couple of years and let's work out together if there's any connection in the rise of unexpected deaths and the rise of censorship around debate even true information around certain pharmacological interventionist products here are some of the comments on youtube you know where our home is and you know the reason we have that home this platform still takes its governance from the who's guidelines now, the WHO, as you know, is funded significantly by Bill Gates. But there's some extraordinary relationships going on in the way the information is censored. However, look at some of the comments under this piece of Channel 4 news. And remember, I do have a little bit of a grievance against Channel 4 because they made some highly contentious, incendiary, defamatory content about me recently. Have a look at some of these comments. Chaos to order 777. It's incredible that they have looked into every possible cause except one they know full well is the most likely cause, but which would have the greatest consequences for them. Frankie News 168. How deplorable the media have become everyone knows what's causing it sharon williamson young people and that's why everybody's watching motherfuckers like russell brand and listening to podcasts like the uh the world-renowned conspiracy therapy show for sure cardiac death after the rollout of the you know what it's unconscionable that the media cdc etc all refuse to address or release this data they know but continue to urge compliance because they're controlled by the fucking pharmaceutical companies that's why because they're controlled by the government and they're controlled by the pharmaceutical companies period in the story if i control the media if i control the fucking the the voice i'm not gonna let anything tarnish my fucking brand yeah what you views to be the ones that people listen to and believe and now they're all compromised easier to control 
financial perspective is that companies like Moderna and Pfizer have an economic model that requires that these products continue to be used. Now, the pandemic, to all intents and purposes, is over, but you would never know that. They have an economic imperative to keep these products being consumed highly. That's why there's pushes for new boosters, take two vaccines into the shower, all sorts of new combo <laughs> hybrid products, because they're economically compelled to keep these products shifting and moving. All of this stuff is available to read in my Moderna file, as long as you file a Freedom of Information Act to get hold of it. Professor Mary Shepard is a pathologist specializing in the kind of heart conditions that cause sudden cardiac death in the young. We've seen figures that maybe there are 12 deaths of young people a week. How common do you think this kind of sudden cardiac death in the young is? There they are, Channel 4 News, intrepidly investigating, getting to the bottom. What could be causing it? I don't know. If only there was some way of examining it. If only there'd been... There's also someone back there making vaccines, I'm <laughs> True information in the last couple of years. Perhaps that could help us. If only there'd been weird deals between the government and pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, like, man, if only we could figure out what was really going on. But in the meantime, we're making vaccines for heart conditions to prevent <laughs> heart conditions. Back here, guys. <laughs> now, yeah, there's fun ways to fix it now by causing more money. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same same every, business every model that uh, the medical industry has had forever. Like create a disease and then create treatments for the the symptoms. And well, and not just make... that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Create, 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 create. Sim. Uh, God damn it! Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Oh, I got. I got. Create <laughs> treatments for the symptoms and not the the root cause. That's the business yep. model. Well, yeah, because if you if you cure it, there's no money in it. That's right. That's right. If only you had a prime minister that previously invested in a hedge fund that subsequently went on to invest in one of these very products. All of these lines of inquiry seem very important, but I'm sure you've got more important things to be looking into. I would say of young people under the age of 35, if I would die suddenly, I'd say 20 per week would be my estimate. So potentially almost twice as many as I currently are being estimated. Yes, that would be my estimate from talking to people and families throughout the country who say, well, the case was never referred to you or never referred for an expert cardiac opinion. Now, Moderna are one of the most aggressive companies when it comes to surveilling and shutting down dissent. They employ peculiar organizations and agencies to monitor online activity and shut down online dissent. Here is Stefan Bansell on a finance program talking about Moderna's stock value and potential to decline in a post-pandemic era and how important it is to be continuing Moderna and invest in Moderna and don't worry about Moderna. Moderna is important. Ah. Moderna's quarterly results from a few moments ago. The company reported a net loss of $3.6 billion. Uh, that compared to net income of a billion dollars from last year. This is all post uh, COVID, obviously. Join us now to break it all down as the CEO, Stefan Bonsell. Uh, Moderna uh, CEO, this is life uh, after COVID. It's uh, these are just numbers that I guess you'd expect that I don't know if anyone can really plan for it, Stefan, but you're taking the necessary steps uh, as a company uh, to, to operate completely differently. 
We certainly are taking the necessary steps. Anyone that criticizes our product, we spy on them, we yeah. surveil them, we shut down their information. Whether that's online commentators or prominent Stanford University scientists, we'll do whatever it takes to ensure Moderna's products keep being used, even if they possibly have unexpected and negative side effects. Remember at the beginning of the pandemic, if you have said that Johnson & Johnson causes blood clots, that would have been misinformation. But if you notice, there's a little bit of a lag, isn't there, between the conspiracy theory and the truth of about six months. So who knows what Channel 4 will be reporting on next. Probably they'll be spending more time attacking dissenting voices, I might imagine. You know, during the pandemic, we were obsessed about scaling up manufacturing to make as many doses as we could to help as many people as we could. Of course, Moderna exists simply to help people. All this surveilling, all of this censoring, all of these former government workers from the FDA or from the British government working Moderna, that's all to help you. So the post-COVID world it is you have to you have to go back to the basics i think that that was a that was a one time event that isn't likely to to repeat I don't know. I don't know if you've been to Davos lately, but Bill Gates seems pretty certain it's going to happen again. Again, you're right, <laughs> but the pipeline is what's going to take us to a much bigger highs over time. This is just promo. This is just promo for Moderna. No, no, no. It's going to be okay. Keep investing. Keep investing. If only it was made mandatory to take our products. We were so close. If it hadn't been for those damn kids. <laughs> the platform nature. Excuse me, you. Uh, <laughs> you away with it, too. That's one for those pesky kids. <laughs> Yeah, like a, like a fucking Scooby-Doo cartoon, dude. Um, man, you know, but in the end of the day, Moderna can always fall back on their uh, snake and, and scorpion venom uh, business that they also run, which is, the, from what I understand, the biggest venom company on the internet, just so, just so you guys know. That's crazy. Vaccine industry, hardest game in the world. If you think about it, we have five vaccines in phase three. We have RSV, we have a new flu vaccine with very good data, flu and COVID combined. We have a CMV vaccine and cancer. All of those new vaccines and also turbo cancer. Why is there going to be more cancer for some reason in addition to these excess deaths and the 8% rise in deaths in children and sudden death syndrome in healthy people? Wow, they really, really want to help us over at Moderna. And as you know, it's so it's like this is like the 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 interface blatant exercise of the, the, the model, like Corbin said earlier, you know, giving you shit to make you sick so then they can give you more shit to make you better. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in your face fucking doing it in blatantly. Yeah, you notice how most all medication or whatever, like we were talking about before too, how that's one of the biggest like uh, advertisers on TV commercials is random pills and shit to fix something. But you ever listen to the uh, side effects and everything are always worse than the problem they're trying to fix. So it makes oh, you yeah. have to run, run towards something else to kind of fix the side effects, you know? This is like a loop. You get get a boner pill and it makes you, you know, nauseous. So you get the nauseous pill and it makes you lose your boner. <laughs> You're like, ah, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't like... think the boner pills have side effects, though. <laughs> yeah, the side effect is getting the boner. What are you talking about? They don't create the pills to solve the problem. They create the pills for the side effects and they say, hey, whatever one of the real side effects are, that's what we actually made it for. Now you get a boner, yeah, buddy. You start growing a second boner. Call a your second doctor. boner. <laughs> we gonna name it the Truth Wiener. <laughs> the Weinstein. The Weinstein. <laughs> the Weinstein. We said that on the day, this could launch as early as twenty-five. Uh, 
pending, you know, regulatory. Yeah, kind of interesting. Okay, I just I'm just gonna point out what I'm sure lots of people are, might be pointing out. Kind of interesting how um, the last pandemic happened right around the election time, and now this pandemic seems to this guy's gearing up for to to have vaccines and and medication for 2025, right when the fucking new president takes the seat. Yeah, yeah. or if we even have one, or if we even or have an election, that they don't do the. Election. They're doing to shut the election down, or if they can right. get everybody to stay scared and stay at home, then everything can be either mail and ballots or online, so it's easier to control. Well, that's and a if, democratic and if, way to do it. And, uh, and if the the WHO, uh, you know, says that we're in another pandemic, they can essentially shut all the countries down. Yeah, especially if that's what they decided to come up with, right? Or at least at the World Economic Formation or Forum. They're like, oh, this well, is what they, we could, they could even shut down individual countries if they wanted to. Because if they determine that there's a pandemic somewhere and that it could spread to other countries, they could shut down the borders of any country they want yeah. that signed into this thing. And even yeah. ones that don't sign into it. Because, like, they could shut down the ability well, for any country's citizens to go into any of the countries that are signed in. Well, not just not just that, but if you're on the if you're on the fringe of the on the of the UN and you're not and you don't want to comply, you don't have a fucking choice because we're the fucking UN. We have all the firepower. We have all the yeah. fucking might, and we can shut your country down even if you're not a part of the UN. And they've also got the lasers, and they got the lasers. So, uh, is that why the UN? Is that why the UN troops have? Yeah, blue helmets. So, you get so they don't get melted with lasers. Uh, you get this. So, so you get a the whole. Uh, what do you call it? Like a protest going on. You get the UN soldiers in there. Bam! Just hit the whole area with fucking laser, and the other people standing are the uh, UN soldiers. Guess what? I'm gonna start wearing fucking blue helmets and shit everywhere. Fuck you guys! I win. I'm just. Saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just connecting the dots. You know. That's why I drink this you beer. Wiener dots that I'm connecting. That's why I drink this beer. I don't want them ruining my shit. Disease F. That's uh, it's it's the lasers. Oh shit! Maybe it is. Look at all these people <laughs> falling down, dying, catching on fire, spontaneous combustion. Yeah, <laughs> spontaneous combustion. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! You know, I think those regulators are going to look on your product pretty favorably. If I know anything about the FDA, you've got them right on side. Okay, so we shall approve these vaccines, and now I'll start my new job at, oh, it's at Moderna. Oh, my God, I'm so glad I approved that stuff. I love the way this industry works. <laughs> what we're doing now is focusing on the pipeline, growing back sales growth through multiple products. Maybe that's, maybe that's why... Uh... You know the government and uh, YouTube and whoever, whatever other controllers allow him to be on because he's funny. Yeah, they're like they're like, they're like sitting in their fucking in their diabolical layer at the top of some skyscraper, going, "I fucking hate this guy," but at least he's funny. At least he's funny. So they have like people from the financial sector in the government when they get done doing their uh, their financial stuff in the government they end up with being you know heads of banks or uh, investment firms or Wall Street and shit you know what I mean that was a big thing in 2008 when everything crashed like a lot of the guys that were running stuff were former uh, government employees they were well, you know, not, it, the financial uh, sector of the government yeah on top of that I think even Russell Brand on a previous uh, show he even pointed out the fact that 
you have like uh, WHO or, or or other health organization officials, uh, they'll leave their position and then they'll go work at Pfizer. And then the Pfizer guy will leave his position and go work for the, the WHO. And the WHO guy will go work for Moderna. And they just work for each other all the fucking time that Same they're way. all in congruent, you know, agreement. Well, if you got the government people working for the government and they make something that's good, they can go over to Medina or the Who or whatever, and they can get like a little bonus, right? Oh, here's a couple million dollars for doing what we need to do. That's right. That's the only way they can pocket more money if they're working for the private sector. This is probably written in their business plan too. I can see that. Same motherfuckers. The New World Order. That's right. Here's some reporting from Lee Fang on his Substack about Lee Moderna's Fang. peculiar practices, surveillance, censorship, de-amplification and observance, an observation of many dissenting and critical voices, including Jay Bhattacharya, Alex Berenson, oh, some Big others, so significantly me. So it seems that the legacy media are reporting on sudden deaths and excess deaths in a very banal and almost misleading way, I'd say. Do you trust legacy media anymore? And Moderna are trying to shut down critical voices. Finances are the vaccine manufacturer Moderna began to fall almost as quickly as they'd risen. As most Americans resisted getting yet another COVID booster shot, the pharmaceutical company whose pioneering mRNA vaccine had turned it from a small startup to a biotech giant worth more than $100 billion in just a few years. It's a rags to riches story. They reported a third quarter loss last year of $3.6 billion with back to rags. As most Americans refused to get another COVID booster shot. I wonder why. In a September call aimed at shoring up investors, Moderna's then chief commercial officer, Arpa Garay, attributed some of the hesitancy pummeling Moderna's numbers to uninformed vaccine skeptics. But the informed ones are even worse. Despite some misinformation, Garay said, COVID-19 still drove significant hospitalizations. It really is a vaccine that's relevant across all age groups, she insisted. To get past the misinformation and convince the public to... Especially for uh, children under 10 who literally have had a 99.9999999999% chance of even being affected by COVID. Yeah. What was the study? Yeah. But let's get those little kids shot up, you know? Yeah. Got, you can't start them young enough. It's like the new uh, crack cocaine. Hey, if they got arms, we got shots for them. <laughs> That was delving down on ways to partner across the ecosystem to make sure consumers are educated on the need for the vaccine. What an amazing piece of language around what amounts to marketing. Educated on the need to take vaccine. How do you educate someone on the need to take vaccines? What Garay hinted at during the call but didn't disclose was that Moderna already had a sprawling media operation in place aimed at identifying and responding to critics of vaccine policy and the drug industry. A series of internal company reports and communications reviewed by Real Clear investigations show that Moderna has worked with former law enforcement and public health officials and a drug industry funded non-governmental organization called the Public Good Project. We can definitely trust those guys. Otherwise, why would they call themselves the Public Good Project? To confront the name. Now in the chat in the comments, what you think the root cause of vaccine hesitancy is by rapidly identifying shutting down misinformation. Part of this effort includes providing talking points to some 45,000 healthcare professionals on how to respond when vaccine misinformation goes mainstream. Do you remember how the Sackler family in Purdue ensured that many medical professionals were informed as to the benefits of their products, like fentanyl, that definitely don't cause overdose and unprecedented death? Of course, they did cause that, but by that time, the medical professionals had already been paid, so it was a bit too late. PG hey, cigarettes were supposed to be a health thing, wasn't it? Info-
You know, and they never walk the shit back either. No, they won't. When have they? When have you ever heard of? Uh, you know these fucking these fucking news news stations. You know that they they you know they should have at some point been had like a breaking news moment where they're like, hey, listen, America, <laughs> we need to be honest with you. All the shit we said about the vaccines, it turns out it turns off. <laughs> You get the. <laughs> they just pulled the plug on him, so he will never know. Yeah, but I mean, like, not even on a personal level, not even in a tweet, did any of these motherfucking news anchors or hosts or whatever ever walk it back when it's obviously blatantly in your face. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But we're the yeah, misinformation. Yeah, well, they don't want to lose their credibility, right? And if they can sweep it on the rug and they don't have to admit any wrongdoing, then most people aren't going to be looking back at it going that far back into what they were saying and what they're pushing. They're yeah. not going to give a fuck. They don't want to lose their paycheck. Yeah, somebody's somebody's paying those fucking to keep the lights on. And I wonder if it's I wonder if it's the I wonder if it has anything to do with that Pfizer ad after every new segment that pops up. I wonder if that has something to do with it. I'm not sure. Okay, you were asking about like at the beginning of the show, like about things that make you want to throw up. Like you see somebody else throw up and you want to throw up. <laughs> Pfizer ads yeah. make me want to throw up. I don't even watch TV and, anymore. <laughs> and that's the show. Man, we're to end the show right there. Like that's like, <laughs> that's bad, right? brought it right back around the, the beginning. This <laughs> the clip of the day. It's like the, it's like a comic. You know, he starts off the the first joke at the beginning, and then bam! By the end of the show, he rolls back around to it, and they're like, "Oh, fuck! It all makes sense." <laughs> yeah. You know what grinds I my gears, can... America? Dave Chappelle does that really well too. He he always t- tries to bring it back around. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. All right. Podemic training program to prepare healthcare workers to respond to alleged vaccine-related misinformation. The company has also used artificial intelligence to monitor millions of global online conversations to shape the contours of vaccine-related discussion. That's propaganda. That's using AI to control data, to control information, to control attention, to control consciousness. Why would a simple pharmaceutical company be involved in that? All they need to do is create a product that there's a need for, tell people it's available. That's the end of it, isn't it? The internal files shorthanded yeah. here in the Derna reports show high-profile critics were closely monitored, particularly skeptics in independent media, including Michael Schellenberger, Russell Brand, and Alex Berenson. PGP, which was funded by a $1.275 million donation from the Biotechnology and Innovation Organization, a lobby group representing Pfizer and Moderna. All right, so Pfizer and Moderna. See, what the beautiful thing about Russell Brand is, and there's several others that, that kind of uh, approach it this way, he always he always gives you the information, and then you make it. You make it. You you create it. Yeah. You you yeah. you decide if this is true or this is relevant or whatever. And he does that this thing right here where he where he kind of has the full quote laid out and where it came from and who said it, who wrote it, and then he goes, "Well, what the fuck? What do you guys think? Yeah, what do you think? Let me know in the comments. What do you think? That's yeah. what he always says." 
pay for that. They fund it. Has identified alleged vaccine misinformation and helped facilitate the removal of content from Twitter, among other social media platforms, throughout 2021 and 2022. What that could sound like to an untrained ear, perhaps you're not very well educated, is that Pfizer and Moderna have paid to have true information that's unfavorable to their product removed from social media. But that's just probably because you've been trying to do your own research and you're a conspiracy theorist. Maybe if you'd gone to a better university, you'd understand this stuff. Emails from that. AKA, maybe if you had been more indoctrinated into what we tell you to believe and think, you might have been better off, you know. Yeah. You're just slow and stupid, that's why. (laughs) You're a retard. Whoa, what a fucking faggot. Bring it back around. (laughs) (laughs) Just brought it back around. Excel lists of accounts to amplify on Twitter and others to de-platform, including populist voices such as Zero Hedge. The messages also suggested emerging narratives to remove from the platform. People opposed to vaccines are capitalizing on the New York Times article about the CDC withholding vaccine information. Of course they are, because if the CDC are withholding information, people think, why are you withholding that information? Oh, what, because that information is going to make us so excited about vaccines, we'll sprint down the shops and start snatching them out of other people's arms, <laughs> making it directly into our hearts tissue. No, it's like information <laughs> unfavorable. What do you imagine? The articles do not contain misinformation no themselves. By using the new the CDC is untrustworthy, wrote Savannah Nell, Death Nell, we call her, PGP's senior <laughs> director of partnerships in an email to a Twitter lobbyist in September 2022. In another email the following month, Caitlin Krizhenik, PGP's senior program manager, told Twitter to be on the lookout for reports that Sweden is no longer recommending the vaccine for children. What? Not giving vaccines to children? Get off the internet, you blonde-haired, blue-eyed, ABBA-loving, Volvo-making, sauna-sitting-in sons of a bitch, and get out of that sauna as well. <laughs> You're locked in there permanently. In some cases... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, I fucking love it. So good. Free speech. Free speech. <laughs> Conservative accounts expressing outrage at restrictive pandemic policies such as vaccine passports were deemed by PGP as misinformation that warranted removal. The Moderna reports consistently show the company raising red flags about those reporting documented side effects of the vaccine the biotech company was selling. Such concerns, which may be typical of corporate public relations efforts that want their product shown in the best light, take on a darker cast when it involves medicine injected into people's bodies. Yes, and that's where I've been into some of the other ancillary essential arguments and conversations that need to be had around excess deaths, adverse events, you know the arguments, you're already having them now in the comments, just beneath that misinformation warning, curiously enough, that's right there, got it? Like, it is one stream in an evolving ecosystem aimed at undermining dissent. So, of course, the reason I'm reporting on this, same reason I mentioned Channel 4 and their peculiarly banal reporting on the increase in sudden deaths among healthy young people is because I have been targeted by Moderna. Now, any of you that have been paying attention to the news in the last three months will notice that I've dealt with a deluge of very, very difficult news stories, which I've already addressed and won't rehash here, but it's extraordinary to me to discover that the pharmaceutical industry are investing time and money and have been for some time in shutting down and controlling what I'm able to say online. It's at least interesting, isn't it? Russell...
terrorists in one territory to dealing with COVID domestically. That, I'm sorry to tell you, is a true story. And therefore probably misinformation. Let me know in the comments. The company warned that the cancellation of Brand was sparking a backlash among social media users who believe that he may be targeted by government and corporate censors for his outspoken opposition to pandemic narratives. It certainly doesn't seem like that. They've been so helpful. What? Bad PR? I didn't notice any bad PR. In the Moderna high-risk report, the company noted that speculation was swirling that allegations are part of a conspiracy to silence the comedian who has been a vocal opponent of COVID-19 vaccines. The report linked an X video of Brand sharply criticising Moderna and Pfizer for generating $1,000 of profit per second in 2021. Just because Albert Baller said it would be unconscionable and inhuman to make a profit from that crisis, and then they went on to make extraordinary profits, I wondered if that was to a degree hypocritical. But of course, we now know that Pfizer and Moderna spend a lot of money to ensure that comments like that are regarded as misinformation. In other words, they're true. The specific claim of profiteering was a main that was produced by Oxfam. Those bloody conspiracy theorists at Oxfam taking secondhand clothes and selling them to give donations to poor people. It doesn't really work, does it? But I don't know, you're going to have to work harder <laughs> than that. Nowhere on its report on brand did Moderna <laughs> highlight any incorrect information. So misinformation is correct information that's inconvenient to Moderna's objectives. Now all you have to work out is if Moderna's objectives align with legacy media objectives and government objectives, and then you've got yourself a pretty interesting set of circumstances. But the reports noted that they monitored brand because he has a large platform with over 6.6, 6.7 now, nearly, they've got good names over at Moderna, the chief financial officer, his ability to continue continue to make money. COVID is a very valuable product line of business and will continue to be, said Mark, and will make it more profitable. That's the truest thing. That is the truest thing. It's all about the, the common talk. cold, the uncurable cold. There is no cure for the common cold because it's not a fucking virus. We're just going to keep juicing and squeezing you motherfuckers for money. Mm -hmm. Flu shots every year, new flu shot every year as a business. There you have it then. Excess deaths are on the rise across the world, with a recent report suggesting that 8% more children died last year than in previous years. What's been going on? Channel That's just children too. That's not fucking adults. That's not young adults. That's, you know, like, that's not elderly folk, middle age. Like, that's just children. <laughs> I mean, uh, from what I understand... The 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 insurance companies that deal with like life insurance and stuff, they're the ones that really have the data that that can be found. Like that's so. If you're interested and you want to do some research, anybody listening, go fucking go see what you can find. I've heard some, I've heard numbers. I can't verify because I haven't done the research, but I've heard numbers that are pretty shocking. For a legacy media company when they report on it, never inquire as to the potential for recent medical interventions to have at least contributed, or at least, you know, if you were following science, you'd follow it in that direction, wouldn't you? Seems they've got bigger fish to fry and other projects to pursue. Meanwhile, it's clear, plain and evident that Moderna are surveilling, spying on, deamplifying, shutting down and censoring dissenting voices. Why would that be? All for money. It is. That's why they, that guy oh. was just talking about how their stocks were going down. I was like, oh, we got something for that. We're doing the stocks wow. going down, right? He's like, don't worry. Yep. Go ahead and uh, invest in it. It's about to go back up. Yep. It's all money, man. It's all money. Like you said, there's no money in healthy people. Yeah. That's why our healthcare system is all for profit. It's fucked up. They're just, 
they're there to run a business and make money. And, you know, I, I just, I, man, I, I struggle with a lot of that shit. Like, and it's what, you know, it's, it's simple math, man. It's one plus one equals two. Like it always does. Like we've had yeah. people are people, death, just death is on the rise. Like maybe, like maybe we've never seen before. And yet people can't put two and two together where a hand less than a handful of years ago, we had the biggest rollout of medical treatment that we've ever seen on a global scale. And people can't put the two together. Yeah. Because you want to trust this. Yeah. Because you want to trust this, this criminal, these criminal organizations that are peddling fucking pharmaceuticals. You want to trust them? The ones that have paid paid more out in injuries than any other entity on the planet of the earth or the history of humanity. And you want to put your fucking life in their hands and take this fucking shot. You're out of your fucking minds. Yeah, but yeah. The, they had a commercial the on the news or after the news show, so it counts. I mean, they're they're definitely believable. I mean, obviously, they have commercials, dude. How do you not believe them? Yeah, if they if they weren't legit, why would they be on TV? Yeah, what do they what do they need to what do they need to uh, you know promote their shit for? Right, right, and and let I me mean, let me let me take a step back too. I meant to do this earlier, and you know. I don't want to be insensitive to people who took the shot. A lot of people took Why it. Why are you attacking me again? For many, for many different reasons. You know, a lot of it, they were afraid they couldn't travel or they were going to lose their job. And it, that's called coercion, which is actually illegal in the United States. Uh, so so I, I sympathy to anyone who's gotten it under false pretenses. Now, if you trust it and you believe in it, that's that's on you too. That's up to you and that's your choice, right? It's freedom of choice in this country. But I wanted I don't want to make anybody feel bad. I just want to put that out there. Like I I'm sympathetic. I'm not fuck them all. Fuck everybody. Whether you got it or not. You guys can all fuck off. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> Drop the mic. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. <laughs> I'll fuck you him out. <laughs> and then you. and then he and he steps out of his car and he just falls over. <laughs> Game over. There's another no, one. <laughs> I'm not a professional sports person. <laughs> well I am though. Um so what do you guys think about that, man? It's crazy because he's right. I mean he's as far as yeah. It's, well, not, it's not so much about, about you know. Hmm? He's usually think? pretty yeah, on key. Like yeah. he yeah. he's usually yes. pretty good with his information and makes sure that he he's got got it right before he opens his mouth. And we've all seen it. I mean, we've all grown up with it. Like, what was it? Even before we were born, they were saying cigarettes were healthy and good for you, right? Dude, because actually, it's funny yeah. that they even had doctors condoning it. Yeah, they were trying health. to be like, hey, it's good for you. It opens your lungs up or whatever. They're smoking in the doctor's office and shit. You never heard, you never, wouldn't anybody walk that back? Maybe now they're walking it back because they can sell a pill to make you stop smoking. Well, and they have alternatives yeah. also that, that, yeah. that are owned. So it's not like they're really companies. changing anything, you know? Because now yeah. even, even after, remember, like, when the whole vape thing came out, that was supposed to be a, a healthier alternative. But even now, they're starting to have problems with that, and people are starting to die from that because of the water vapors in the in the vape yep. itself good to be inhaling. Yep. You ever yep. really heard about that? Million, you know, 
it's not as big as, you know, they're still, you know, talking about cigarettes being worse or whatever. So they're still trying to condoning it a little bit, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Well, for sure. Making money. For sure. That's capitalism for you, baby. Uh, that's that's the insidious and demonic and evil side of capitalism, which I mean, which is what hey, the greedy are always going to take advantage of. And they're, they're going to be the ones making the most money. and They're going to end up the ones in power. Right? Yeah. And and, you know, and in a lot of ways, you can see this uh, unveil in these companies that blow up and, uh, and are worth. You know, yeah. you know you're BlackRock. The huh? Coffee. No, not no, not BlackRock. The investment no. group. <laughs> yeah, BlackRock is is the largest investment firm on the planet. They started in 1988. I just thought I just watched some stuff on it uh, yesterday, and uh, they actually were the pioneers of using uh, AI tech to uh, predict stock market uh, rises and falls. Hmm. Uh, they control. They have they have they have so much money and assets that they control. There are only two countries on the planet that that operate that have a bigger GDP than BlackRock. They they have, both- the United States and China are the only two gross domestic product that has more assets and more money than BlackRock, and hmm. they're an invest they're a private investment firm. Really? Yeah, they're the ones that are pushing this DEI, no, DEI and the uh, the social uh, economic, uh, what is it called? The uh, ESG, economic social governance scoring system where they score companies. And and basically, it's a it's a scoring system based on how well you push the, the narrative or, or whatever agenda that they're pushing or that the WEF is pushing. And Mm. then basically the better your score is, the more investable you are. So for example, Bud Light, they pull that transgender bullshit, stock market crashes. That brand is still alive because their ESG score is so high because they push the narrative that BlackRock will cover their losses. Kind of like an insurance uh, company for stock market companies or whatever as long as you're be like oh yeah you can cover it in the long run we're gonna go ahead and you know cover you until you get back on your feet you're gonna need to pay us back or whatever kind of bullshit yeah yeah so anyways mm-hmm. i just want to throw it out there just because it's absolutely insane um moving on moving on unless you guys got anything else on what we just no, watched I gotta go. we're gonna go back right back yeah but okay yeah um so i'm gonna get into uh corbin you good Everything cool, yeah. man? Yeah, okay. just uh, sinuses getting to me. I'm around a bunch of ar- gotcha. aromatic stuff. Okay, okay. All right, well, uh, just uh, hang in there, and uh, we're going to get into this next thing. So what I'm going to share next is a, a nine-minute video. It's the truth about micro. So now we're going to get into uh, germ and terrain theory. Germ theory versus terrain theory. Some history of of uh, germs, some history of where germ theory and terrain theory come from. And it should be uh, pretty interesting. So, yeah, remember you first talking to me about terrain theory in uh, Bay Four. <laughs> yeah, and I've been really waiting to get into this with you guys because it is uh, I don't know if controversial is the word. 
guess it kind of is because you, you definitely have, you know, it's one side or the other, you know, it's the earth is flat or the earth is round. It's one or the other. Now you have some fringe people that say the earth is a cube or the earth, is, you know, we need to get into that one. Cause I've never heard the earth is a cube. That sounds, yeah, sounds yeah. better than the earth which is basically flat. is, which basically is the silly, uh, meet me middle ground, right? Where it's flat, a fucking French, but it's also still a globe esque, <laughs> right? Hey guys, let's just say it's a, it's no, a cube. Well, I just want, <laughs> that's those are the people that just want to be friends with one side or the other. Let's just get along, huh, guys? <laughs> We've been uh, creating these white flags for years. Let's use them. Yeah, <laughs> fucking the French. Earth the Earth is a dodecahedron. I don't even know what that means. I feel like you're uh, calling me names right now. One of those mini-sided uh, dice that they use for like Dungeons and oh, Dragons. Dungeons and, and Dragons. Okay, I'm down for that. Twenty-four. Yeah, you I just want to be your dice. friend. <laughs> I mean, it's I like flat that. and brown. That's fun. What if I can? All right, here we go. Oh, you got something? What do you got? What's up? No, no, nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to share this then. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to play a little video. Now, Now I know you, you guys listening have noticed we play videos. And we kind of do reactions to them. But in fairness for the show, this is my research. And this is how I research. I like to read, but I don't think you guys want to hear me just reading shit. So I try to find things that support my angle. And I try to find things that support the argument, too, at times. So, uh, again, if you think we should change up our format or whatever, you know, hit it, you know, drop a comment or, you know, hit it, shoot us an email or something. And maybe on we YouTube can or something where you can see what we're seeing. Yeah. Or Rumble. It's coming. Whatever it's coming. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm working on kind of uh, scheduling out how I do things, and I'm gonna start putting uh, at least at least good chunks of the show on YouTube and and Rumble, if not the entire show. So I just gotta do that because unfortunately it's it's editing and those things again. So we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We're only twenty episodes in, so hang in there. If you like what we're doing, you know, share our shit, five stars, baby, and all that. Keep an eye out. We'll be out there. You know, come over here and tug on that truth wiener and get all you need out of it. Get all the truth juices you want, buddy. <laughs> all that truth juice that you need and you desire. Because I don't hot. I, don't I, mean, weird. I need, like, first thing in the morning, I need me some truth wiener juice. That's why I'm just I'm gonna put that out there. That's how I get my day started. That's why I'm so energetic and so fucking ready to, to kick the day's ass. Get that wiener, I mean, that truth wiener juice. All up in me. Pastor, oh. isn't he the one that did the 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 pasteurization of milk sort of thing? Uh good question. I don't know. I don't think I'm so. Sure he was Maybe. The moldy bread guy. Hey, uh, do me a favor and look look this guy's name up real quick and, and tell me tell me if that's true. That might be true. This guy is from like uh I want to say seven seven late seventeen. Early 1900s, something like that. Anyways, we're going to get into who he was and who the other guy is. Basically, these are the kind of the founders of germ theory and terrain theory. Chemistry and microbiologist. Okay, so not anything to do with 
pasteurizing. Okay. No, microbial fermentation. So he's uh, renowned for his discoveries in the principles of vaccination and microbial fermentation. Which, and and pasteurization. Good call, Corbin. Oh, okay. Good good call, Corbin. Way to catch that one. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, for you, you want to find the guy to blame for killing all the good uh, the good stuff in milk and, and juices and stuff? Blame this fucking dude. Dude, yeah. you know what's also, yeah, you know what's crazy is for, I don't know how long it's been or whatever, but they were doing like a crackdown on raw milk. Like, they would go onto people's uh, farms and if they had non-pasteurized milk they'd pour it out and they'd arrest them it was against the law to have raw milk or to sell no it shit. or to give it away or whatever yeah and that could i mean that could actually have something to do with it too because if this guy was one of the fathers of germ theory and diseases and the pasteurization of milk and wine right and now they're like well oh, man bam let's go ahead and stop them from doing raw milk which is probably better for you let's get them back well, and, and, and yeah. shit, get, them, get them used to or get them back to where we're them. Right. Yeah, and force them to comply and so arrest we, them if they don't. Which tells me that he, this motherfucking dude, was probably a part of the free, was probably a Freemason or a Rockefeller or a Rothschild or some fucking Illuminati. Fucking, you know, he was part of something. If he, if if what if what he was discovering is being pushed and has been pushed since then. Yeah. So he's yeah. got like a, a lot of awards and everything, but they all sound kind of the Legion of Honor, Grand Cross of Honor, Grand Cross. Rumford dude, Medal, foreign member of the Royal Society, Copley Medal. But I just tell Harvard you, Medal, dude. But I just foreign, fucking tell you. Foreign Associate of the National Academy of Sciences, Cameron Prize for Therapeutics of the University of Edinburgh. I don't even know how to say that word. It's like UL Rock Medal, Order of the Medjidi, which I think is like another uh, different version of the Grand Masons or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Bro, I just it fucking called. Be, I called. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Wow, I guess dude, I, that, that, that has blown. that probably has something to do with why they were going against the raw milk. Because if you start getting back into drinking that stuff, you don't have the, you know, you probably get the things that are better for you. That kind of helps your body do all that shit on its own. Yeah, the, the it, you kill those. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, and we did. When you're talking about pasteurizing, because they do that with everything, orange juice, all the juices, everything, <laughs> they're all pasteurized under this under this umbrella of it last longer on a shelf well so the smoke to stop bacterial contamination yeah right but bacteria i mean the more bacteria we get in our body the harder our immune system fights and the stronger it becomes because you again they've been making this week if you come down to it you hit one of those things that you haven't been you know fighting against your whole life or whatever at a smaller level then it's probably going to be more detrimental to you you know but, you know, what do I know? I'm not a fucking guy that has the Grand Cross or the Foreign Medal of the Royal Society. So, who knows? Yeah. Not that guy. <laughs> Jeez, uh, no, you sure don't. You sure don't. We've officially <laughs> been truth wienered. Just so you know. That was yeah. the epic yeah. shit right there. All right, guys. We're probably, we're probably all going to die. So, love you. <laughs> Juicy ass clips, like Corbin says. That's going to be crazy. a banger. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad I know that now. Good call, Corbin. Weird how, weird how when uh, when society, quote unquote, society runs with something that the guy who started it is uh, is doesn't seem to be playing on the right on the right team. Just saying. So, yeah. anyways, he has so a lot of truth 
Yeah, he's truth wiener lists. He's he's got the anti-truth wiener wrapped around his neck. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. All right, I'm just going <laughs> to You know what that reminds me of? What was that, what was that movie where, uh, I don't know, it had to be one of the scary movies or something or whatever, where they had that giant penis rolling out and came around and wrapped him around the neck and started pulling, pulling him into the other room or whatever? <laughs> no, wasn't, no, wasn't that uh, Your Highness? Was it? Yeah, maybe it was. I think I just watched that. That we they had that. There was that weird like. Oh, like, around his neck. <laughs> He's all choking him and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that the? Was that, the wrong, was that the? Was that the? Matador. What's it? What's it called? Not men, Matador Man. Oh, the ma- Minotaur. The Minotaur. Minotaur? Yeah, where he cut it off and he's like wearing a dick around his neck. <laughs> yeah, because he beat the Minotaur. Yeah, and he had a dick. Uh, he beat that Minotaur off. right off the cliff. He beat him right off. <laughs> Wait, I don't think there was watch a- that. That's a good movie. All right, here good. we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Corbin, if you haven't seen Your Highness, you got to. No, I'm going to have to check that out. Danny McBride and... Uh, and uh, Danny McBride, yeah. And who's Wait, your I've guy? I've seen now? that. I've seen that. Who's the other guy James, from... Uh, James, whatever. No, from uh, uh, Pineapple Express. Yeah, James, whatever his name is. Right? James Franco. Franco. James Franco. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So fun. Good so fun. Alright, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Pasteur was a famous French biologist who conducted a wide variety of experiments on the nature of germs and their relation to disease. Much of our modern medical establishments, treatments, medicines and prevention methods are based on the beliefs and conclusions that Pasteur came to in the mid-1800s. Pasteur believed that germs were what caused disease and that we therefore had to do all in our power to avoid these dangerous germs if we wanted to be healthy and disease-free. Is this, this that... This famous theory of disease. Is this that... Okay, never mind. He's about to say it. The theory you were talking about. Okay, never mind. I thought we were... Yeah. Okay. My bad. So this, this, this is uh, essentially going to touch on germ, the germ theory and who kind of, uh, kind of discovered it, and then terrain theory, the guy who kind of opposed germ theory. Terrain theory. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Terrain theory, yeah. It also led him to his famous discoveries and treatments, which are still common practice today. These treatments include antibiotics, pasteurization, vaccination, and sanitation. All of these things that I personally fucking disagree with. Yeah, and so. Go ahead. I already already know that. uh, Was it? What was the first one he said? Shit. Pasteurization? No, antibiotics. Those are bad. I mean, I get like for some things or whatever, probably because we've been so like used to being antibiotic or whatever. But they, I think it, I think it's detrimental for your immune system because it it makes your immune system rely on you know man-made or outside sources instead of inside you know sources being able to strengthen itself so it can deal with it on its own. Yep, you lose your immunities. Yeah. Yeah. And and think about it too. Think about the generations of weakening the human and then passing that weakness down, weakness down. You know, we used to be fucking everybody used to be fucking seven foot tall, solid muscle. Now we're all short, fat, stupid, non spiritual, non you know, no you know, no mental don't for hundreds of connections, years. which I think are all things that humans are supposed to have. But they have like just completely 
essentially just weakened us down to to just mindless slaves, you know? Yeah, especially with all the fluoride in the water and everything. Yeah. Fluoride. They, they keep giving it to so, us like, everywhere. We can't even control where it comes from anymore. How's it going? Do they, too bad. They wrap, they wrap all this stuff in a pretty package and say, this this chemical spray that smells like lemon, you're supposed to spray this all over your house to keep it clean. Don't you know, worry about what it does to you. Oh, the, the, the largest organ on your body, your skin, don't forget to scrub it every day with fucking chemicals. Don't, and it, it's okay. Your skin absorbs most of it, but you'll be fine. You know what's, I don't know, you have to, I'd have to read some more about this guy, because I'm already looking at this shit. He had, like, five kids. One of them died from typhoid fever. One of them died with a stroke. So, uh, you know, the biggest filter of water is the earth, right? It fucking evaporates it, goes to the clouds or whatever. And you know what they, what's illegal in probably most states in the United States is collecting rainwater. Yeah. They don't want you to collect rainwater. So... What's the point of that? They don't want you to drink non-contaminated drinking water. They want to be able to control they don't want what you to drink water. anything exactly. that doesn't come in a plastic bottle or out of the fucking or out of the faucet. Uh, yeah, right. Because they want to be able to control what you ingest through your water. I mean, what I, I was watching this thing today. It's like Cat Williams is like, what is the one thing we know? The number one easiest fucking ingredient we all know: water, H two O. The only thing we cannot reproduce. We can't make it. We know the fucking recipe. <laughs> we just can't do it. <laughs> but no, and now that's the one thing they want to control too. I mean, it's the easiest thing to control and it's the biggest thing well, that we need to survive. And I, I've heard that, I've heard, I, I, don't, I don't know 100%, but uh, from a trusted source, I trust the source. Uh, the largest body of fresh water on the planet is actually owned by the Bush family. Where's that? That doesn't surprise me. South America somewhere. I'm not sure. By probably the Congo or the jungle. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, probably, yeah, trop- or the Amazon or something, I'd imagine, because they have the trees and the roots and everything that kind of filter all that stuff out. Yeah. And then it's probably the least contaminated water because it's so protected. Well, and people like you said, can't, filter. you can make water. You can, you can combine hydrogen and oxygen molecules yeah. oh, actually water. there's a dude there's a dude there's a former army uh uh, uh sergeant or something who who's was. basically was. fucking shadow band did he get killed yeah probably if he's creating water jesus christ Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> he's got a machine he's got a machine that he built that he fucking invented that literally pulls the air out of the water out of the air and yeah. and you fucking turn, turn a faucet and you got fucking water coming out. I can see that too. And that was so. And I think that was one of the things too. I don't know how many times you've uh, heard about it or whatever, but people that create, you know, cars or engines stuff that will will be able to do the same thing: pull water out of the air and run off the hydrogen in the in the water or whatever. You know, just like the rocket engines and shit like that. But. And then they ended up dying. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to the store. The Bam, get into the there. The tech yeah. is there. Free free energy tech is there. Fucking, you know, free water is there. Like it's it's all there. It's all there. They just well, that's the why they they confiscated Tesla's control. research after that's they right. killed him. That's right. And like we were saying, Brendan, on the Hindenburg episode. Those motherfuckers. Oh, oh, no, we didn't say this. I, I wanted to say this. Let's go back to that real quick. 
right. Remember when you're like, well, what's powering the fucking engine? I bet you those engines were probably electric. And if you stay up, you you get to a certain altitude with whatever electricity, you know, you probably are just pulling in the free energy, and you just run those engines whenever you need to. Yeah, and I know. I mean, with static electricity, obviously, because that's why a lot of buildings and planes and everything have those little things. I don't think it's static necessarily. It's it's the ether. It's the energy from the ether. The ether is that is that you know we have right. When we're on surface level, this is why I think they destroyed the balloon. Now we're off in the weeds. This is why I think they destroyed the fucking airship. Is because of it its, its, free energy. its ability to do what it did. Free travel, free energy. I mean, you, you could uh, cheap, cheap as fuck, right? I mean, dude, they had to destroy it because of what it really represented. It represented the ultimate oh, yeah. freedom. Of humanity, I mean, cheap. You could live on that bitch. You know, it was easy to fucking maintain. It was easy to drive and fly, and it went eighty-six miles an hour. Yeah, at the time, so, I believe that was one of the fastest well, vehicles. It was, it was still, yeah. uh, still filled up with uh, hydrogen, though. It was a little more. You didn't have to use hydrogen because you could use helium. Well, you uh, could if you have to get permits States. from the government. You, about you just <laughs> okay, hydrogen. You can just okay. Let's have not for one. Okay, for one, anyone here, lesson one. If you, you have a hydrogen, hydrogen airship, if you have a hydrogen airship, you don't have a smoking room inside. Just saying. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. It was so yeah. like, why? Why? <laughs> Just saying. Dumbasses. But well, that's all it takes is that free electricity to hit that hydrogen, bro. A little spark. Boom. Like, <laughs> got this open. So it was uh, that took down the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a cigarette. <laughs> ah, fucking tobacco company at it again. <laughs> what did it fill Morris. Morris or something on that fucking boat? <laughs> Just poke one little hole in it. Right. <laughs> uh, like, I wonder if right I, before everybody died from that, they were all like, oh no. <laughs> well, hey, they should have known Corbin. some shit was going down whenever they started talking about Trevor the Frog. <laughs> Actually, Corbin, uh, there was like some like ninety six people on there or something, and over half of them half of them actually survived. I think only thirty actually, something, like, oh, thirty seven wow. or something died. Yeah, yeah, only like thirty six or so, yeah, thirty seven. Whatever. That includes people the people died. on the ground. But they were jumping out of it, and like it fell so slowly. <laughs> wait for <laughs> it. Wait for it. <laughs> like on Deadpool with the Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what is that? Exactly. The Austin Powers. Yeah, be, oh, he's like, move, move, get out of the way, move. I'd be, no. I'd be staying on it the whole time before I die. I'm like, no. Right, yeah, like Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but I, I'm picturing, I'm picturing the Hindenburg, right? You had some like, some like uh, jet engine fanatic that was like, if I just poke a little pinhole in the back of this thing and light it, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna rocket ship out of the this thing. This thing will really chooch. Right, so, so I looked up, I looked up that uh, bush thing. It's called the South America's largest aquifer, which I think is the creator of water, right? Which is in South America. underground. Yeah. Yeah. So it says it runs beneath Argentina, Brazil, Paraguay, and Uruguay. It's larger than Texas and California combined. And they own that bitch. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They call it the Great Water Grab. 
Well, there you go. Okay. Well, there you go. Fucking truth wieners are just being slung right at your fucking face. <laughs> That's all- where Oprah got the idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good thing this is on that. Let me see this video, huh? <laughs> deep, deep throating all the truth wieners tonight. <laughs> yeah, hey, you are. Brother, hold on. I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. All right, here we go. Back to back, back to germ theory. Back to germ theory. <laughs> back to germ. themselves to the very theory which Pasteur gave birth to, the germ theory. Now this guy right here is called Anton Bouchamp, and he was another French biologist who conducted a wide range of experiments in the mid 1800s concerning the nature of germs, disease, and how diseases arise in the body. Anton Bouchamp is much less known today compared to Louis Pasteur. But his discoveries remain amazingly interesting and pose a direct opposite to the germ theory as we know it today. Bichamp believed that germs were so-called pleomorphic organisms, which means that they could change their shape and size depending on the environment they found themselves in. Germ theory, on the other hand, teaches us that germs are to be seen as monomorphic organisms, which means they only have one form. Bichamp found that germs and bacteria were not the cause of disease, but merely a result of disease. These bacteria arose in our bodily tissues when microorganisms in our body had to eat large amounts of toxic waste and thus grew into bacteria. Microzymes are essentially infinitely small microscopic organisms. With great amazement, Bichamp managed to find these small microscopic organisms in prehistoric stones that were millions of years old. Even though the stones were millions of years old, the microorganisms were still very much alive. Bichamp interpreted these microscopic organisms to be survival life forms from past ages. He went on to find these microscopic organisms in all other living and So the difference is like this guy believed that, you know, these germs or diseases or whatever could morph into new things. And you kind of see that now. Like how many different COVID versions are they trying to tell us about? Like now you need a new booster shot to fight a new thing because it just kind of finds a way to move around it, you know, or to, you know, create another way to get around the the booster shots or the vaccines. So it kind of tells you vaccines are never really going to work if that's the way it really is, because they're always going to find a way to evolve to be able to fight that off and be able to affect us or whatever. You know what I mean? So that kind of makes more sense because if it was mono, whatever, like that guy was saying, it would, you would only need one one vaccine or one one time your, your immune system would have to fight it off. And then your immune system would be like, yeah, we fucked that dude up before. Keep showing up the way you show up. It is what it is. But next time they show up, they got fucking swords and spears and shit. You're like, oh, shit. Got to get some. Now we got to fight swords and spears. I can come back with some guns, you know, just uh, evolving to fight against it, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or it's, it's unprovable. Like, it's a good theory. Like, it, it makes sense. But it's not a provable, it's not provably true. That's right. Well, I don't disagree with disease or viruses. I disagree that we need vaccines to fight them because like like that guy's saying, it's like if you have a vaccine, it doesn't matter. It's only going to fight against that. It's only going to fight against cavemen. It's not going to worry about the medieval men. You know what I mean? Now you got to get a booster to fight the medieval men. And after that, you don't have the modern men, you know, with the guns and bombs and shit. You're like, oh, now you got a new new booster, new vaccine. Instead of just letting your body evolve or, you know, change with the shit that it's fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, it's all debatable. I mean, you know, because the problem is, is you can 
say that it's one thing and you can even do you know research or experiments to prove it but what we're gonna right, i'm just gonna stop there we're gonna get into it because i got a doctor that that really will will break it down on like why the common uh belief structure around viruses isn't isn't true isn't true because it's not provable scientifically right well you walked and, away on this part this is where yeah, no, my bad. I, yeah, yeah. This, this is where they're debating the two beliefs like the pasture guy and the other guy right yeah so the guy that made all the vaccines and everything believed that there was only you know you are what you are another one believed that you could you know like every other living organism can evolve to its environment right you, you evolved to be able to live in the environment you're in. And I think that's what they're talking about right now is they're, they're comparing the two. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Seven. Need animal, human, or plant matter. Although all the microzymes look similar, they're buried in their chemical abilities. Each tissue, organ, or gland in the body had microzymes that differed from each other. The microzymes would be able to grow into bigger organisms, like for example bacteria, if the environment demanded it. Some of these intermediate bacterial stages were regarded by germ theory proponents to be different species altogether. But to Bechamp, they were all related and derived from the microzymes. Bechamp noted that without oxygen, microzymes did not die. They simply went into a state of rest. He said that every living being has arisen from the microzymes and that every living being is reducible to the microzymes. The microzymes were the fundamental components of life. Microzymes thereby completely shattered the previously held belief that cells were the fundamental. Uh, micro, microzymes, he, micro, I think he's means microenzymes, right? No, I think that might be the opposite side of that. I think there's a, like a negative or positive or whatever kind of thing. I'm not sure. of a microzymes. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, there's no Z, there's no E in there. A thought that no, still seems not. dominant today, even though, as we shall see in a bit, the existence of microzymes have been proven further. Actually, the cells in our body owe their very existence to the presence of these small pleomorphic microzymes, who constantly make sure our cells are healthy and plentiful. When humans, animals, or plants die, the microzymes live on and continue to be the ultimate cleaning men of nature by slowly decomposing the body that they were once a part of. I think that's what gives you gas when you die. Yeah, when your cells start breaking down. Yeah, when your cells yeah. start breaking down, it creates it. So that was one of the things, too, when my dogs died, uh, when I was still married. She's, my wife was like, don't bury or don't uh, cremate the dogs. You know? Yeah, don't flush the dog down the toilet. At least at some point, if you bury them, their body's going to break down and then, you know, they're going to kind of live on at some point because they break down to their original cell structures or their microzymes. So there's, they still live even after your body decomposes, you know, because they're as a bigger being or whatever you break down, but the little smaller beings that you're made up of still live. But there's a chance that, you know, you know, go back into the earth and come back as another living being or whatever. Maybe that's a maybe that's also another uh, reincarnation. How they think of reincarnation? Maybe it's not so much like your soul coming back, but you know, the smallest parts of you don't die, but they're yeah. still alive and they go on to be other things. Yeah, I think that is uh, kind of the core of the traditional reincarnation. Is that is that idea? 
even though personally I think that you move on spiritually, you leave the you leave the vessel behind, you 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 leave the body behind. And the body may live on in like you're saying and transform that and make up it yeah. absorbed into the into the mother of the earth. But you're I think you your 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 consciousness, your soul, soul whatever your you want to call it. Yeah, your spiritual it, it moves on and elevates to a different level or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I also agree with that. But that's actually yeah, I think I it's both. Really I think it's about, both. I never thought about reincarnation that way though, until that guy just kind of talked about how that yeah. makes sense to me a little bit. Makes sense, huh? Yeah, I thought about that before too. Discovery completely changing the landscape and concepts of germ theory as it was. Maybe that's how it worked in How High. That is how it worked in How High. <laughs> if we smoke this nigga's finger, we're gonna we'll be, we'll be smarter. Hey, put this, put this. Money. He, they dug that. They dug up. Well, who was it supposed to be? Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. 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 <laughs> yeah, and they dug it's that motherfucker in the, up in the rain, and then he oh, made the shit. white boy put it. Put this shit on your back and carry it. And he put the corpse on his back and made the white guy carry him. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> it's, hey, dude, it's been a while since I've seen that. It's shit, like dude. something, something happened to your plant. It's like running out. I need some more plant. It's like three leaves. like wrapping some weed up in some notebook paper. <laughs> yeah, just fucking. That dude was tweaked out on on weed, yeah. dude. <laughs> Holy shit! That was like, what's that smell? He's like cannabis for men. He's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> God. Nothing that red men are fucking hilarious together. Those guys are so fucking funny. <laughs> did you ever see the uh, the How High Two? Uh-uh. I did not. Uh, good, don't. It's supposed to. Yeah, I don't want to. It's gonna ruin it. It's like watching Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, nah, you guys can't you can't outdo Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, bro. <laughs> yeah, that no. was the whole thing. It's like it has nothing to do with the original movie. It's yeah. not Red Man or so. Not, yeah, it's not Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys Three. That. That's right. Uh, how high? Uh, truth wiener approved. How high two? Truth wiener thumbs down. <laughs> Th- penis down. <laughs> penis is not not hard hey, on that one. Hey, hey, if we if we ever start if we ever start how a high podcast, two is a dead it's gonna be. <laughs> that's right. It's flaccid. It's gonna if be this. Start, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we ever ha- if we ever start a like uh, a show about like re- watching movies or reviewing movies, we'll have like we'll have like truth wiener <laughs> and then like the, yeah the, the ninety degree dangle. <laughs> yeah. That shit. That's overcooked like, spaghetti <laughs> soft. <laughs> I gotta do the best for you. All right, here we go. Simply disregarded by Pasteur and other germ theory microbiologists in favor of their own research and pronouncements. These people kept their belief in the notion that bacteria and other microorganisms only had one form and that these forms were the cause of disease. This is for example shown in the famous germ theory proponent Robert Koch, who was obsessed with isolating these different bacteria and relating them to different diseases. He would for example take something like a streptococcus bacteria and notice how it was present in almost all people having a strep throat. Thereby, he concluded that the streptococcus bacteria caused the streptococcus. What Koch failed to realize was that the bacteria wasn't the cause of the disease, but merely a result of it. The bacteria is actually the good guy. It's there to eat up all the toxic waste that are in the tissue. And that's that's kind of ultimately the argument, hmm. right? That the bacteria, like when we're talking about antibacterias, 
bacteria is the good thing, right? The bacteria and the microbes on your arm, on your skin, those are good stuff. That's what's that's what's eating the toxins. That's what's absorbing the toxins. That's what's getting rid of the infection, or that's what's getting rid of, rid of the fucking the disease or whatever. So is the bacteria the thing that uh what? evolves to fight that and then it kind of creates your immune system better bigger backer stronger bigger better stronger like the million dollar man or whatever i mean I, it builds yeah, it back better <laughs> builds it back yeah. better makes sense to me <laughs> <laughs> it is simply founded the diseased tissue because some other outside factor is making our inner environment toxic this could very well be diet and lifestyle but could also be things like stress, poor air quality, EMF radiation. I see 5G in there. The observation. And again, right, when we're talking, uh, I, I wish I would have queued this up. For some reason, it spaced my mind. Uh, but the some of the biggest pandemics in human history all correlate with with uh, with tech uh, evolution. Advancements, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, for example, the Spanish flu, I believe, I'm, I might be mistaken slightly, but the Spanish flu happened during the time when they first turned on radio towers for, for radio signals and shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And everybody got sick. What about the black? I'm, I'm not sure. But probably, probably something to that, too. I don't, I don't like know. That came with the invention of the liar, I believe. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Like, they, uh, they implemented um, they implemented uh, face masks during the Spanish flu. Uh, they were giving people medications and stuff. Um, and then there's the what's becoming becoming uh, infamous or famous is the is the experiments they did. Brian, I think we talked about this a little bit of where they took prisoners, volunteers, and they said, "We will pardon you if you allow us to do these fucking experiments on you." And you know, hundred or hundreds of fucking prisoners said i'll do it you're gonna pardon me and they literally took sick people's juices sick people's wiener juices and blood and you know it was wiener juices man (laughs) it was it was the false the false it had to have been the truth wiener wiener. (laughs) no uh, they but they took all this stuff from sick people, you know, their snot and their fuck, whatever, and they put, and then they took that, and then they dropped it in prisoners' eyes, and they injected into them, and put it in their nose and in their mouth and all this stuff, and not a single prisoner was infected, not one. So then, you, then, then it's reasonable to think, well, what were they fucking treating these people with? Or what were they really coming down with? Why were they dying? Why? Well, probably because they were wearing masks, and probably because they were they were taking medicines that weren't good for them, and they weren't letting their bodies go through the natural rhythms. Or maybe the tech or whatever the radio said were too fucking powerful and too direct and too harmful that they, they, they people were just fuck getting fucked up. So all right, so we act. We were talking about the Black Plague. I look at it real fast. So the. Technology that came around came out around there included gunpowder, windmills, spectacles with their glasses, right? Mechanical clocks, which they use quartz, water mills, and agriculture in general. Wow. With the, the three the three crop rotation, you know what I mean? Where you can only grow corn like one one season, then you gotta grow other things to kind of keep the soil healthy. 
So I wonder if that has something to do with it too. Sure. I mean, I think maybe, and maybe Corbin will will kind of side with me on this, but I think when you when you start implementing unnatural practices in the environment and in human, you know, the way we the way we just naturally operate, you're gonna get sickness. So you're gonna right? get yeah. Pushed. yeah. You start you pumping from the natural balance. The stern pumping water, water through tubes and pipes. What happens to that water? You know, does something happen to that water? Has it become more toxic in some way or more? Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So right here it says uh, water power was also widely used in mining for raising ore from shafts, crushing ore, and even powering bellows. So maybe they did start putting uh, like mining materials and shit from under, you know, into the water. So now your body has to fucking do it. Now we're fucking talking. We just put. The one, the tip of one truth wiener to the tip of the other truth wiener. And even sawmills were used for no, water we're power. We're stocking these truth wieners. <laughs> hey, but think about it, though. Think about it. Think, you what you said is right. I think what you said is right on because think about that. Where it's like, where does so so here for more of a modern more of a modern parallel fracking right when they were fracking. They were ba- essentially pumping salt water into the ground to break up the shale, and then they would suck it release all out. And gases. They would yeah, release the gases. There was yeah, and they would separate the oil from the from the salt water. Well, that salt water is now all fucked up and contaminated. Now imagine if they didn't have the safety precautions they do today. Back then, when they were mining using water, and they just dumped all that fucking water back into the drinking water source. Now you're mm-hmm. drinking heavy metals and you're fucking. Or not even iron. into the drinking water source. It could be nearby and then get through the water table. Yep. So sure. even exactly. So now going back further into this little video we're watching, the guy was talking about how they found these living organisms in stone thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, still alive. So maybe it was. Maybe they were just breaking up some shit that was there for a long time. And then, you know, we would start releasing it back into the water or whatever. And that's what it ends up. We end up having to deal with that stuff again. Now we have to, you know, evolve to deal with that. And it's a new thing that we have to start. Our immune system has to fight or, you know, learn how to deal with or whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah. one of the things in that video you just had on. We were talking about how they found stones that were however years old, you know, thousands of years old. And they found living organisms still in there that were the single cell organisms or the zygocrims. I don't know how to fucking say it. I'm not a pronounceologist. You know what I'm talking about. Microzymes. Microzymes. But they were in there and they were still alive. And all they did was like hibernate or whatever. So maybe they were breaking up the stone and rushing that shit into the water and let them do their thing. I think that's that's maybe the misconception. I don't know that it's necessarily the, the... well, what are the microzymas? Those are the non-organic stuff, or is that's that the bacteria? That's the bacteria. That's the shit that we're all supposed to be made of. Like they come together to make the cells, and then the cells make us. And... Along the lines of the inorganic stuff that's in us, right? Like today, we're dealing with microplastics and heavy metals and all these things that chemicals and stuff that are non-organic that are being introduced into our bodies and making us sicker. That's what I'm gonna maybe lean a little more towards. And on that note, this is going to be the end of part one. Stick, wait for part two. Part two is coming. We're going to do part two right wait. after this. Stay tuned.
so so they were just talking about they were just talking about how like it wasn't the bacteria that was bad it was hold on i have a feeling we're gonna go a bit more so 